Welcome to Relationship. I'm Stacy. And I'm Oha. Hi, Ohais. Hi. Ohita. I don't know why. Ohis. I do call you Ohita or Ohita. Yeah. Ohis sometimes. I love pet names. I think they're important and special amongst Uh, friends and family and lovers. I've never had a nickname and I want, I've always wanted one so bad. Let's troubleshoot. No, it doesn't work. Like, Stacy, you can call me Stace, and that is kind of like kryptonite. If you call me Stace, I soften. Oh, okay. You have just like slept with my boyfriend and run over my mother, and you're like, Stace. I'm so sorry. And then I'm just like, okay. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So I just, uh, yeah, I like that, but it's not really a nickname. It's just a shortening or something. I knew a girl whose name was Stacy, and everybody called her Essie. Essie? Essie. See, that would be cool, but it's just never happened. And now at 32, I'm, it's past the time. Yeah, if you develop a nickname now, it's Things I'm too be, old for. Abortions yeah. and nicknames. That's true. I've just Actually, outgrown I don't them. Think, I think you can have an abortion well into menopause. I just think into your 30s, you like know, now I know how not to get pregnant. So oh, okay. Just, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. You stop so it before it starts. You understand the, you understand the prevention, so you never get yeah. pregnant enough. To abort it. Yeah. I don't get pregnant enough to abort it. That's right. And we have taught people that plan B doesn't work for fat girls. So if Please you take two, aware. if you're like rich and can take two, yeah, then sure. Yeah. It stops it. Um, I haven't been pregnant since I turned 30. You, that's really nice. Yeah. Good so for you. Fine. I have never been pregnant. That you know of. You know what? I had a weird period one time when I was 24. Mm-hmm. It was it woke me up 3 a.m. middle of the night. That's probably a baby. That's, yeah. Bye-bye, baby. And then it was it was dense down there. And I felt like I pooped out of my vagina. Ooh, yeah. But <laughs> you guys, I think I've had an abortion. <laughs> no, wait, no. No, a miscarriage. A miscarriage. That's what it is. This is you heard it here first. You had a miscarriage. I just I hope that people listen to this and they're like, that is the moment somebody realizes. That they've had a miscarriage. Uh-huh. It's not something Ding. to laugh at. That it's it's a very sad thing that women go through is miscarriages. Yeah. But I think that there's a difference between a miscarriage where you know you're pregnant, you're you're trying for this, you're doing. This. But there's a lot. I read an article about the percentage of women that have had miscarriages that don't know because they're within the first like four weeks. They it just isn't a viable pregnancy and it goes right through you. So you think that it's a period. And one time I thought mine was a period, but it just like didn't stop. And it was like really gray. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, what is that? And I went to a doctor and it was an, a miscarriage. And it was a miscarriage. Yeah. Uh, you know I would what? have like a eight year old or something. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, I know. With all these new motherfucking asshole dickwad laws that are coming out, that yeah. probably would have been considered manslaughter. Yeah. If I had just ignored it. Yeah. yeah well, if Could've it would have been like a little oops. lump of yeah. Yeah, blood. Um, yeah, no, it is a sad, it's a really sad thing. A lot of women experience them. Yeah, I, I don't, it's interesting because they're not a part of the vernacular. Like, I don't think people talk about miscarriages, even as much as they talk about abortion. Um, well, obviously abortion is more controversial or there's more uh-huh. kind of, uh, sort of, there's some culpability apparently that people want to put on women about it. But miscarriages are, it's like a really interesting, sad thing. I don't think I've ever, we're um, laughing about it, but it is sad. It is a sad thing. Well, I think anything that's like, uh, uh, you know, like you can have a surgery. You've had 
you've had surgery. Sorry, my microphone is being a funny. Um, but <laughs> you've had a, a surgery. Funny. You're not. Yeah. I, I, it's tasty. Because you're talking about miscarriage. Exactly. Right. Yeah, this is a sad yeah. topic. Um, really sad. So I got I got sad about miscarriages. But anyways, oh, what I'm saying don't. what I'm saying is um, it's just interesting to me that people don't talk about them as much and that they're that women's health is not a part generally of the conversation. Honestly, I feel like I'm lucky to get to. I mean, it's probably because I ask about people's reproductive organs all the Constantly, time. Yeah, too much. And so I do hear some women talk about it. You know, they'll have the discussion of that I had a miscarriage or something. It is sad when clients, you know bring that up that they were pregnant or something that breaks my heart every time uh, a little bit for them I don't know very much about like IVF or like any of those things yeah. of like actively trying to get pregnant and like desperately wanting a child yeah that's such an interesting like different like it swings to the other side of the pendulum of like somebody mm -hmm. like maybe you and I who were just not convinced that we want children at all um, somebody who really is like in pain because and of their thousands of dollars. Yeah, that's so interesting. Um, I, I do somebody. have a theory about miscarriage. Um, I feel like the child that you miscarry is actually going to be like a bad child. Okay, it's like a okay, and that God is saying no, no, no. Like that kid is going to be like, I fucking hate you. Yeah, like and never stop. Or it's going to be like a murderer. Okay, and I think it's like natural selection. Your God's like, nope. And so then, it's okay. So miscarriages are for sociopaths. Yeah. Or um, ugly. Okay. Yeah. Ugly babies. And you wouldn't want that. Like, um, not just ugly baby, oh, an ugly child, like a teenager. Just like in his feelings? Adult. Yeah. No, just like physically. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. right. Not in no his abs. Course. Probably a beautiful soul, but ugly. Yeah. Like, won't. Bad feet. You got a, like a butter face. Oh, get out of town with yeah. that face. Um, so, wait, wait, wait. What's <sighs> the opposite when everything else is ugly but your face is beautiful? Is that just fat? Skinny. Oh, okay. Everything we else We just had the opposite. Wait a minute. So you're saying that if, hold on, walk me through this. You're saying that everything like inside is beautiful? No, I'm saying what about a girl who's got a beautiful face? It's the it's the opposite of a butter face. She's got a gorgeous face and then just like monstrous. So she'd be a butter body? A butter body, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, fat then. I thought you were talking about a beautiful inside and this like kind, generous soul and then um, mm -mm. ugly on the outside. And I don't know why I would say skinny to that. I don't know. Huh. I think that's something inside of you. You wow. need to check yourself, <gasps> Stacey. Wow. You need to check yourself. You know what? This podcast is about growing. Yep. Honestly, it's about growing dicks and growing souls. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we have a real parent here who could probably Woo! tell us all about what it's like to have an alien inside your body. Um, it is, uh, has our own podcast, Hands Off Parent. Parent, Hands Off Parents, is which is something I know. Um, which you can find on iTunes. That's how I did it. I subscribed. So no big deal if you want to do that. I did it. Um, Co-owner of Rec Room, and where we have a show, which we love. We love Rec Room. And um, author of a book. Sold a book, okay? <laughs> Not Watch just like out a, for She doesn't it. work at Barnes & Noble, motherfucker. She sold a book. She didn't just that have... That she wrote. Yeah, she didn't just have like weird manuscripts in no. corners of her house like that nobody reads. Like post-it notes she put together for like yeah. some little thing. Yeah. Um, Stephanie Whittles walks. Hi. Um, hey. Does anybody ever say waka faka? I, that's how I say. It. I uh, said that earlier about I you. I feel like I w my name is actually Wax, but I damn it. I know wax. I don't want to make I you uncomfortable. Wax all the about, time, like, doing it wrong on your own podcast. So call Stephanie me whatever you want. Whittles Wax. Wax. That's like a good last wax name. Wax poetic. Yeah. 
That's oh a my good last name. <laughs> hey, but I always thought it was walk, so I called you Walk a Flock of Flame. But listen, you said this podcast is about growing, so now you know uh, how to wax. say my name right. Wax, Woo. wax, wax. Woo. Um, I think I just yeah. had a miscarriage, actually. Not you, right you this do? second, but oh. I, but I, in my living room, I, Great. just right now. Um, I can I smell it? it. Should I go bury it? <laughs> I you think we you should. You actually have to mail it to Greg Abbott. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. And so. he opens it up and it's we send it in a little mini coffin, he like deems. the size of a coffee mug. Yeah. And then he opens it up and there's a little face. You send it in an old Folgers can, actually. Ooh. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, wait, I'm sorry about that. So how does that feel to like hear us joke about it? No, no, no. no. I, might have I, was, I did just recently have a very extremely heavy period like mm-hmm. basically we'll just get right into it okay yeah. since you guys just met me i'm so excited let me talk about the blood that just came out of my vagina recently. <laughs> well we didn't just meet like well, other the, people the listeners, the listeners yeah. Just met me. yeah um i got off the pill because my husband and i finally decided after like months and months and months of like do we want to do this again that like we would maybe produce another human being and like the the final was like okay, we're not producing a baby, we're producing a human, which was better than a baby, because babies fucking suck. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, they but were fucking worse. a human you're looking for. A human, forward. yeah, like a person. Yeah. I could feel like I could get behind that. Um, if they were cool and pretty. If not, yes. yeah. like... But I think maybe abort. that baby was gonna... That's right. You know? So I got off the pill, and, you know, when you get off your pills, and I've been on the pill, like, you know, I'm always on it. Uh-huh. Always. Uh, women be pilling. Women be pilling. And then you have a period because mm-hmm. your body thinks that you're right. I mean, scientifically, That's you get off the happens. pill, your body's like, oh, and then drops We're back the in egg. business. Right. Well, that didn't happen. I, I, I didn't get a period for like three weeks. Mm-hmm. And I was at a wedding in Austin and I was like in the middle of a sentence at a rehearsal dinner and I had to like bolt to go vomit and was like sick for five days. And then I was like, oh, fuck. And then I got my period, and I was like, oh, okay, never mind. I guess I wasn't pregnant. My best friend was like, was it heavy? I was like, yeah. She's like, girl, yeah. I think you had a miscarriage. So that, that's what I was, that's the article I was reading about people you don't know. Like that you have this like extremely heavy period, and you're like, what the fuck? And it's just a lot that's coming out of you. Yeah. And we think it's a period, but it is actually not because it's a, that your whole body is screwed up because of the pill. Yeah. And then th- throwing up. How soon after you threw up did you start your period? Like six days. Yeah. I mean, it probably was. Yeah. I think anything abnormal like that, if you, if you've always had like weird period, like every once in a while that would happen to you, then that's probably just your body. Sure. But if all of a sudden, like you get that period, that's something different. Yeah. Right. I was kind of excited though that it, that it was, that it was a done deal because I had been drinking and, you know, taking like... 18 ambience every night. And I was Ooh. like, that baby would have come out really fucked up. So not See, ugly. That's what, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's what, yeah. If I, that's what I'm saying. If it's something like that, like yeah. that's a zygote, you yeah, know, right? right? Yeah. It's not even like attached. It's fine. Um, I could it's, spend so much time talking about how that is so fine. It is so yeah, fine. Yeah, right? Um, so do you want to have another baby? I think so. You like your kids so much <laughs> that you want to do it again? Like another kid. Like, but that's, no. Like, the kids are terrible. Yeah. Like, they're yeah. really, that's why, no. You can't, if anybody tells you that, like, I love my kids so much, they're perfect, it makes me want to have another one, that is not true. Because kids I are. I hear it all the time. Then they're fucking lying, because kids are the worst. Like, yeah. they're selfish. They cry for no reason. 
They act. They just act like the the most selfish, Lynn? like <laughs> drunk friend you have. Yeah. Yeah. Like in like, the middle of a drunk attack where they've just gotten the most drunk they've ever been in their lives. No you, logic. No logic whatsoever. I keep telling people. I think it's like you have these emotions, but you don't have the tools to express exactly any of right. them. You don't have any of the no intelligence. No intelligence to like cope. emotional intelligence. Exactly. You'd have no coping skills, so yeah. everything is immediately below the surface and will come out instantaneously. I would not have a friend like that. You would be like intervention. Yeah, if you don't bye. change yeah. your behavior, I will no longer be around you. Yeah. But you can't do that with kids. Well, I so guess that is what you. parenting is. Is every day you're like change your behavior. <laughs> yeah, and you try to like. Right? Over, that and is, over and that's over. That's actually again. parenting. Yeah. So you don't want to do that to your friends because you're like, I'm not your parent, but she is Iris's parent. Yeah. yeah. So you can't leave her. Never can. Um, it's a real shame. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just for um, a little bit. So that's what I say to people. Um, I I'm very. I don't want children. I think. You but have I'm very a book up there that says pregnancy after thirty. There there is a chance that I'm going to be a surrogate for my gay cousin. <gasps> That's right. We talked about this. Yes. Um, so I don't know if that's still happening or whatever, but I do have that because my friend thought it was funny. Got it. To get it for me for Christmas. Um, got it. Got, got it. that. But I don't. I don't like desire to raise a human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so when I think about the the tiresome, like just thankless job of yes. being a mother, it is. Or a father, I guess. Like, I've never had one, so I don't know what they're like. But um, <laughs> Jesus, like, that, oh, my God, right? Yeah. Like, they really need you. They really need you. Really need and it's you. permanent. You know, you and your husband, you love him, but that's not permanent. No. Louis C.K. has a joke where, like, divorce is permanent. Like, marriage is not your child. You never get rid of them. Ever. Like, when your kid is 33 and she's crying about something, you feel it, too. Yeah, right? my mom still oh, I, gets I upset still, if I'm upset. I still call my mom. Yes, like, when I need to cry, yeah, I call my mom. Yeah, I mean, so my kid is like a total asshole in the way that like most three year olds are assholes, mm-hmm. but she is so funny. Like I'm proud of her for that. Like yeah. that's the bottom. Like she has to be funny, otherwise, like she's out. Yeah. She's um, going to sink or swim with yeah. the funny yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> She's going to be like, oh, shit, I got to perform or else I'm fucking out of this What if you had just house? like a very serious child? She's like, I don't get it. I- <laughs> Sarcasm's the lowest form of wit, mother. <laughs> You're like, oh, God. I know. She would be out. Uh, she's always been funny. So, so, so that's good. She's got that going for her. She's extremely cute. Mm-hmm. Very cute. Really she looks cute. like you, right? I think I, she looks like a... I was looking at her. I stalk both. you, by the way. I, I really think that she's got like a really solid mix of well, both. Well, we're the, Jews, mm-hmm. so we look alike. Oh, okay. That's So every Jewish kid will look like both parents because we're related. At really? some, gotcha. Like on mm-hmm. some level, we're all the same. Spiritually... Okay. Yeah, they have, all. Yeah, that's why like Jews have so many like genetic fucked up things because we're all family, really. It's really, a small. It's a small pool. You like British yeah, people. That Jews way. have like a whole genetic test that's like specifically for them. Oh, it's a Jewish Ashkenazi panel that you do when you're pregnant. If you like, pro- like procreate with another Jew, uh-huh. like I had to do this test that was like all these terrible, deadly diseases that only Jews get. And y'all are okay on it. We, yeah. Whew. That's good. I mean, <laughs> so far. <laughs> Knock on metal. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, my metal table. Um, so, I mean, I think that your kid is really cute. Like last night, you posted a video of her eating spaghetti, and then I was like, I want pasta. Yeah. Um, I got Taco Bell <laughs> instead. Um, I think delicious. she's adorable, but I mean, it's just so tiresome. Yeah. It's, so, everybody says this about parenting, and it's like a 100% cliche, and I'm going to reiterate it mm-hmm. is that it is, it is like 
all what no fun, no fun, all joy, all joy, no fun, something like that. I'm bastard. All joy, I'm, no fun. All joy, no fun. Yeah. That it's like it is no fun. It, it, you don't sleep. You don't get to do what you want. Mm-hmm. You don't like get to just like the thing that's hardest for me about parenting is the lack of spontaneity that you all of a sudden have to accept as being your life. Like mm-hmm. I can't ever just decide with my husband, like, let's go out of town right now, which is something that I would enjoy doing, you know, mm-hmm. that that's kind of like hard. Um, but like, no, you will never love anything as fiercely as, as this thing that you produce. Like mm-hmm. I love her B- before I was leaving to come here. Uh, we were on the potty, not me. She was, and she looks at me and she's just like, mommy, I love you so much mm-hmm. and kissed my nose. And like, gross. I mean, <laughs> and, and like she was pooping, but I was like, yeah. that Aww. is the sweetest thing. Like, yeah. it, I don't even, it, this is a, you know, when you're yeah. pooping and you're kissing my nose, I'm like, that's so sweet. Mm-hmm. I mean, but that's the kind of love. It like transcends all the pain. So yeah. when I think about mm-hmm. doing it again, I'm like. More of that. Fine. Yeah. You know? And I and I do believe in like siblings and stuff. I mean, yeah, you, you believe know. in them. Well, they're I real. Believe in them. <laughs> I believe in siblings, guys. Yeah. So you don't want to have deniers. an only child. I know. Oh God, those there's fucking sibling deniers. Sibling deniers. That, siblings in the Holocaust never happened. <laughs> yeah, right. That's exactly right. Um, so you're uh, you want to have another one because you don't want Iris to be an only child. Yeah, I mean, no. I think like so. I know lots of only children. They're fine. My experience was having a sibling, and my husband's experience was being a sibling, mm-hmm. and like that's just part of our sort of like lease on life. Like we're like this is something that we want. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I mean, so my my brother died. When he died, I uh, was like, I need to have four children because if somebody dies, then there'll be more. They'll have backup. Yeah. Yeah, to like help with, to shoulder the burden. That all of a sudden became such a reality to me that it was all on me. Yeah. You wish that you had another sibling to like help with. Yeah. To help. Yeah. Because like my parents are already like, they're already going crazy. I feel like (sighs) it's like coming. Uh, when my cousin died, the only way I can relate to that is that I had a cousin, we've talked about this, that I had a cousin who was like a brother to me. Um, I grew up with them. His father is the closest thing to a father that I have. Um, and he died in 2006. And his sister, the one I was telling you, taught me what a, the word vagina. Um, we're so close. I breastfed on her mom. Like, we are that close. And she said, I wish that I had other siblings. I wish that I, I'm going to have a lot of kids. So that if this happens, yeah, which is crazy, um, that they have help. Because now it's it's... Not all on her. I'm going to help too, but she's the the only child left. Yeah, I mean, when push comes to shove, that's not going to fucking happen. I might have one more. Yeah, like, if it lets me. But like, that's no. They're also it they're is your vagina. Yeah, it yeah. like the whole system. Like apparently, yeah. over I'm going to be 36 next month, and like when you are an old geriatric pregnant woman, like that's I will what they be call it, geriatric pregnant after 35. You're geriatric. Um, there's only like a 15% chance each time that it even sticks. Mm. So, I mean, last time my husband looked at me and I got so fucking pregnant. So like, really, he was like, I see you. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> look at this. There's a baby <laughs> inside of me. Well, when I was like yeah. young and super Christian, I wish that's how it happened. I was like, <laughs> I'm just going to look at somebody and then I'll get pregnant. <laughs> right. That's what I thought happened. I definitely had like, like an idea that you, if we both got in a hot tub and you came in there, that it yeah. would crawl up that's inside of glee me. type shit. But for yeah. sure. Yeah. I had very, very distinct ideas about, and I don't know where I came up with them. I probably, 
probably just saw an image one day and then made complete, like, wild assumptions about what the fuck was happening. Uh, By image, I mean porno. That's what I was thinking. (laughs) Like, so sorry. Wait till you watch porn. (laughs) Moving images. A film. I've seen a film of how a woman gets pregnant. Very descriptive. So, Um, question. And and I want to ask the both of you. So, um, the reason, I guess the preamble here is the, the reason why I kind of maybe feel like I don't want to have kids is I don't want to have that switch over to like the transcendent love kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like I get that. the choice no, of just interested. kind of yeah, being where I am right now. Sure. But I mean, you know, when you hear something like that, does it entice you more? And then do you kind of, uh, when you hear what I'm saying of like not wanting that transcendent love, like what, what do you guys feel about that? Uh, well, so yeah, I want to hear what you have to say because I, I feel the same way as you do. I don't want to love something more than myself. And I know a hundred percent that when you, a mother, especially it is with every being in my mom's body of my feelings and my emotions in my life. She's not the warmest person in the world, but when I hurt, she hurts. When I'm happy, she's happy. Um, uh, the, the sacrifice that she's given to raise us single, you know? Um, that's why my aunt and uncle had to help so much. The, she gave everything, and every mom does. There's no way that you're going to just retain your whole womanhood and still be a mom. I don't want to do that. I don't want to teach you to read. I don't want to pay for your college. It's not, I don't want to do it. I don't want to turn that love on. Now, maybe one day I'll change my mind. So I feel the same way you do. But I want to know from you, so you're a mom. Mm-hmm. Do you think that we are, honestly, are we, don't think, don't worry about like, well, if you don't want to have kids, that's your right. That's fine. Yeah, we know that. It's like a safe place. Do you think that we're missing out on that? Like, should we consider giving that love? I think you have like a really realistic, like the fact that we're even talking about it like this. Uh I think that, the. I mean, no, I truly do not think that you are missing out. I think that everybody's experience in the world can be completely different. I think like because I have, like you said, like the second she was born, the second she came out of my body, like I had a C-section, they raised her up like she was Simba, like, and I saw her like above the blue curtain and I was like, oh my God. And the music like came, it was crazy. They played the music in the OR. Oh, that's awesome. It was so the Simba music? So cool. No, that would be so great. It's yeah, like, it was Akuna Matata. Uh, yeah, like, that one. Oh, it's not just in my head. Um, and I immediately was not no longer me. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden, I was like, oh, I am now a new person. Like, in an instant. Um, and because you, like, love something so fiercely, I feel like you your pain is, like, all the more intense, too. Like, every... Like, I look at... Sometimes I think, like, this morning, I was like... If I didn't love something this much, then I wouldn't hurt as much. Like mm-hmm. I had that thought. Is mm-hmm. like because when my daughter, do- like when when something's wrong with her, it's like some- like you said, something's yeah. wrong with me. And I don't know. It, it's it's almost I almost feel like it's worse in some ways because so, there's a yeah you ab- like we're so used to absorbing the pain and you you know when they ask you on the on the code from smiley face to red angry oh, pain your, face yeah your pain um, scale. You you can say oh I feel at a seven but when it's like your kid I I have this feeling of like Seven's not only is high. it not only is it seven but it's also like you can't control it for them mm-hmm. you can't wield it like you wield your own pain and no. there's something like I don't know it's can like I, outside of your body can I tell you my theory on this and tell me if I'm wrong 
um, all things motherhood with Stephanie Widow's I, I like that I'm like the authority here. Sure, I'll tell you if you're wrong or not. No, I think it's because you're relatable. Like anybody who doesn't know you out there that's listening, you are young and fun and normal and you have, you, you called your that. daughter a bitch to me via message as a joke. She's a bitch. Like mm-hmm. you're normal. You're not somebody who's like, I feel better when I'm pregnant and motherhood is the greatest joy. You're normal. So um, I think it's like a safe thing to listen to about this. And I think millennials are all struggling with this because a lot of us are deciding not to have kids. And I think if we heard somebody that's like, yeah, fuck, like, yeah, it's hard, but this is why it's worth it. So this is my theory on motherhood. I think motherhood is the loneliest thing in the world because you now love something outside of your body. Like you said that it hurts so much. You love this thing. If something... Like, your mom experienced loss. My aunt experienced it. To watch that happen was hard. I've never understood a mother's love until I saw part of her die. Oh, yeah. So you've now given power to something outside of Anything could happen yeah. to Iris. Like, she could grow up and be Christian. She could kill somebody. Oh, my yeah. God. Look, At the same I mean, time. That's not going to fucking happen. But, but, no. but, like, she... She could do anything to hurt you, but then also something physically could happen. Like, God, it just like it just feels so lonely to live in that love with for somebody. So that's kind of a, it's yeah, the most love and the most lonely. That's how I think. Am I wrong? Am so I- no, no, no. You're you're not. You're totally not wrong. I this like I had a. I mean, there was a lot of things that happened over the last two years. Like, I became a mother. I experienced the most profound joy of like giving birth, and then I experienced the most severe depression of like having somebody I loved more than anybody die Mm -hmm. within a a year period. So I will say like, um, my whole worldview has shifted and I don't know which is, which is related most. Like, I don't know where on that pie chart to give more of the weight of how Mm -hmm. different things are now because I just see things differently. So like before I had a kid, before I lost my brother, I would like freak out about little things. Like I would get, I was so anxious and I would like have anxiety about, I had like horrible STD anxiety when I was single. I remember like medical shit was like, you know, like medical shit was, I would like Google every disease like known to man. I was just like very obsessed with things that like were not even real. Now that like things real have happened and I've like, I feel like I've experienced like the shittiest that it could ever fucking get. Nothing matters in this way. Like that's really refreshing. It's like what you're talking about, that pain of like, you know at any time it could be ripped away from you. I do know that. Mm-hmm. I totally know that. And so it makes me do the opposite, which is that like I quit my job, started a new career, um, wrote a book, started a podcast. All this shit that you like introduced me as started after I had my kid and after I lost the most important person in my life because mm-hmm. the stakes are lower. Because if something fails, I don't give a fuck. Like... If it, like when I was starting Rec Room, I was like, if it fails, I do not care because yeah. it's not the worst that could happen. Mm-hmm. Like that's how I feel about everything now. And it's the same with motherhood. My daughter was born the day after she was born. They told us that she had um, a hearing problem. So she has to wear hearing aids for her entire life and um, it's never going to get better. And we do this, you know, testing all the time. And we were like in the hospital all the time when she was little doing all these tests. Like I, I signed a paper when my kid was three months old saying she could be rendered brain dead after being put under for an MRI, like three month old baby, like, here you go. So like, it was so bad at first that now 
it's like gravy. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. I just feel like my scale now is so off. I don't know if I'm making any sense. No, you are because when um, my aunt, when my aunt uh, lost my cousin, a couple months later, she just seemed more relaxed. Like she is, she's a second mom to me. So God, she's been on my ass my whole life about money, grades, jobs, like men, everything. She's the one who will like nag and lecture and you want to like, you know, like scared of her. She's very intimidating. She was a cop and she just seemed so relaxed. And I was like, I just like that this has given you like this, that things are okay. And she was like, no, I just don't care. That's exactly right. And I was like, oh, I thought she was accepting people like life could end. Let's accept that you're going to do stupid things. And she's just like, I don't, I don't care anymore. Um, do it, you know. She's definitely back a little bit to herself, but yeah, like just a part. You just like fuck. my perspective just shifted. Yeah, it's like it's like nothing can nothing can hurt my feelings mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah. Like I like. It's interesting because like I think in life we dip in terms of emotions. You know, like we all would like to be on medicine and stay on a kind of flat line of emotions like you don't feel the pain of a breakup but then you also don't feel necessarily I don't want that no that's what I'm saying is going out is that true hello hello Mm -hmm. I just got to get a little closer to it but uh, not to say that we all want that but I think that there's moments in our lives where we feel like maybe we could exchange the pain for the (laughs) happiness we said god damn I wish I'd never met that person so I didn't feel this way and I think that when you experience a, a you're talking about really the two almost polar opposite emotions that you could possibly have. You're talking about the most profound transcendent love that you've ever experienced for your child and then also the most painful loss that you've experienced mm-hmm. for somebody. So you dipped into a whole new version of who you were as a person. You expanded in ways that a lot of people never get to. Mm-hmm. And it's why when people go through things that are traumatic or when people go through things that are painful, I think that we learn to see the world um, um, I don't know. Sometimes it's with more compassion. Sometimes it's with less. People react to it differently. Totally. totally. But it's an expansion for sure. I, I wonder, uh, yeah, I wonder if, you know, when you talk about things like mental illness or when you talk about things, there's a, there's a, there's dips that aren't necessarily organic. Like they come from different places that are more, um, that you can't regulate your brain. But this is, it's just really interesting. Have you experienced, I mean, like, obviously you have your your cousin, um, but what was that like for you specifically? I mean, it was the hardest. It was harder than my dad. Yeah. It felt like losing a brother. It was this, but also, it, like, a lot of a pain associated because he wasn't my brother. Like, so my grief sometimes felt not as valid as, like, mm. his sisters. But that's her her true brother. Like, and they never got a chance to be close. I was really close to him. Um, so we would hang out, do things. Uh, we were very close, like a brother and sister, but they would argue because they were so different. Um, but it was the most painful thing I've ever gone through. I still get really upset about it because I feel, like, cheated that he couldn't come back and it's the war and all that other shit that like makes me like angry about it. But oh god, I feel so fucking cheated. I like yeah. I, I'm like I'm like always like, why is the world against me and me alone? Yeah. I mean, I have I've felt like that totally victimized, victimized yeah. by the by all of it. Um, I will say though, in terms of like the pro con list of procreation. Mm-hmm. Uh, my daughter saved my life, like, 100%. Like, yeah. you're talking about, like, 
you said something about I don't want to love something more than myself. Mm-hmm. The the flip side of that coin is that like instead of either A, just staying in bed for the rest of my life, B, mm-hmm. killing myself, C, whatever, I had to get out of bed. I had to get out of myself. I had to smile and or pretend. I had to continue to like blow bubbles and go to the fucking park and, you know, run through a sprinkler and like things that like you have to do with kids that are fun. So thank God you love something else because you didn't love yourself at that time. Hell no. Yeah. I mean, I, I was like, it was like, I was done. Yeah. I was like so done. Yeah. But she literally was eating off of me. So oh, it's like. Jesus. So like I literally had to feed her. To feel like you're done, you're dead inside, but to literally be a life source. Yeah. The fuck. It's like totally That crazy. is some twisted God shit of it our is, human emotions. Sure. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Was, that you could was, even have that. It was nuts. Ugh. So, I mean. Uh, it's hard to be a parent, but like, I also think it's just hard to be a person. I think the, like, the older you get, the more bad shit happens to you, the harder it gets. And to have something that is just so like on your side and it's not going to always be that way. She's going to fucking hate me when she's a teenager, but like for now it's like, did you hate your mom when you were a teenager? Y'all are so close now. We are so close. so cool. She's cool. She's cool. She's super hot. Yeah. She's a a hot, she's She's a a gilf. She's super hot. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. My mom's super hot. Yeah. Oh yeah. uh, I'm like, so I'm like, woo, good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hit the jackpot there. Yeah. Um, but she, yeah, I fucking hated her. Totally. Hated her. Hated her. Um, I think a lot of that too is because she like wears makeup and does her hair and wears sparkly things. And I, if you're looking at me, do not do any of those things. Uh, and so there was a lot of like, when I was a teenager expectation of how I should, um, present to the world Mm -hmm. that I, I didn't. And, you know, there was like a lot of, my mom was like, she would like walk on a treadmill every day of her life for an hour. I mean, she was like thin and she was always very like, like I knew the Weight Watchers manual when I was ten because so I she grew would up with say that. shit like that to you about your body or your no, appearance. No, she wouldn't say stuff, but you 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 hear it. You, you internalize internalize it. that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like I had to do some seriously real work in my twenties with the fact that I don't feel that way about how I want to approach food. Like I I had to like decide like oh I don't want to be on a diet mm-hmm. and that's just something like in my house growing up was expected, like. Harris, I remember we would go to the grocery store. This is like, and she would give him his own cart and he would like go and put like fruit gushers and, you know, like disgusting sugar, everything, sugar, 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 crazy, horrible stuff. And then there were like diet foods that were kind of expected in my house that like, this is for the women and like the shit stuff <gasps> yeah. is for the boys. Yeah. That's exactly how it kind of was. That's some 80s my, thinking. Super that's, 80s. Yeah. God, some you get devil's food cakes from Snackwell. That's right, Snackwell. And Harris gets gushers. That's right, and and like it was never like said, mm-hmm. but it was just this kind of thing that I internalized. And so now, like I was telling you the other day, I was like trying to do the whole thirty. I made yeah. it six days, and I was like, "Fuck this! I don't ever want to mm-hmm. have a restriction. I don't do well with that." Um, so this is sort of like derailing. Did you, so no, no, no. I have a question though. So you, I mean, you're a strong like feminist role model in the community. You have figured that out. You said in your 20s you did the work. Did your brother ever come to that? Because if y'all are close, like did you have a chance? I didn't get that chance with Ryan. When Ryan left, he still, he was not quite there yet. And neither was I. 
so what, did you get a chance to like him to be like that's fucked like about my mom about our about parents, your about dieting th- about women about like, oh, yeah, the yeah, differences yeah. and y'all growing up I mean oh gosh I can't remember having that sp- that's what I wish I had, had. I don't know I if he real I don't know if he even realized it's like now that you're asking me like I know that we both are like oh mom's crazy but like I don't know if he ever understood. I was the older sister uh-huh. that like I did internalize that. I mean, you know, like he was so young when I, when I kind of went, he was still like a teenager. I and- know that I, I've heard his, I've heard his interviews, like podcasts and stuff. I've listened to like a ton of those. And I know that he's, he was like woke to some things for sure. But I just wondered if he ever was like, sorry, I got my own cart and you didn't. So oh, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, he never said that. No. <laughs> what no. a great, I think that's what you're talking about. Siblings though. Like you, you get to that point with a sibling and that fucking kind of connection is amazing. Like just knowing that you can refer to something from 15 years ago, man, that comfort level is just, it's, it's yeah. kind of irreplaceable. It's amazing. I don't even. I don't think he ever knew that that was like such an issue for. Me. I don't know if a lot. I don't think he knew that was such an issue for me. Like, in his mind, he was just like, "Oh, we can eat whatever we want in our house," because that was his experience of it. Yeah, you yeah. know, it Maybe. wasn't like he wasn't getting that those messages. Mm-hmm. Um, was your husband raised similar to you? Jew? Yes, he was. Yeah, I didn't want to say With it. An but... overbearing <laughs> uh, mother figure and uh, a lot of neurotic people in his life. So I. Um, before my husband, like, just couldn't, I could not make the relationships work. Uh-huh. Like, it was like, I did date this one guy. We were together, like, f- I want to say four years. We lived together. Um, we're still very good friends. Actually, Mike, like, sold his wife and him a house recently. Like, oh, I mean, you know, he, we're, we're better friends than, than love of. Um, but, like, it was always conflict, you know? Like, it just never fit. When I met Mike, I met him online we met like five times in real life. And Did then, you meet him on J-Date? Hell no. Damn. I hated Jews. This is what I'm saying. I never dated a Jew. He was the first really? one. Wow. Oh my God. Did your mom hate that? That's the one that? that it works with? Yeah. And, and Harris too. Like we, we were like, Jews are the worst. And then, <laughs> and then Mike uh, never dated a Jew either. And then when we met, we were like, oh shit. This is wh- who, why we should be together. Because you get all the crazy yeah. And, like, within six months, he had moved to Houston. He was living in Phoenix at the time. He moved in with me six months after meeting online. We got engaged six months later, got married two months later. I got pregnant a month later, and it's, like... Jesus Christ. It was just, like... What a whirlwind. It was crazy. It was crazy. Jesus Christ, Jewish person. Jesus Christ! She's, like, not real. No, Not a guy. Moses! I've never heard that. Yeah, okay. Um, Now I feel comfortable. Oh, my God. Like... Uh, that is crazy. That's a whirlwind. Yeah, but but we we do I, we do speak the same like language. Mm-hmm. I think my dad used to say to me, "A bird and a fish can marry, but where will they build their nest?" And I was like, "That is some racist, yes. uh, fucked up shit, oh. Dad." <laughs> like like you know, and 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 I was always like so um, fucking mad at him for that. You know, like that doesn't make any sense. But then I did end up meeting somebody, and I don't know what it has to do. I don't know what the relationship between. Maybe it's just our personalities gel. I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe it has nothing to do with with that. But we both grew up in sort of like middle class Jewish reformed kind of families, and we 
seem to be making it work after five years. So I don't know. Is he super funny? What's he like? He's very funny. Yes. Oh yeah, I've only seen. I've only spoken to him once. Yeah, and he he did. Uh, he was adorable. Yeah, but he was wearing like a bright like a. Flowery. Like a Hawaiian flower yeah. shirt. Yeah. He really likes thought, that shirt. Oh, that's cute. What? Yeah, it was a cool shirt. He really likes that. What, what do you like most about him? What do you think he likes the most about you? I don't know. What he, I mean, everything. Ooh. <laughs> Obviously. Ooh. <Titty>. <laughs> <Pussy>. <laughs> he loves all of those things. Uh, I He's very mild-mannered. We uh, All the men in my life were always mild-mannered. My dad was mild-mannered, brother. He feels normal to me. Like, he's never raised his... Maybe he's raised his voice, like, one time. But he's, like, pretty chill. Um, he's very... Uh, he's very generous mm-hmm. and compassionate. He's very woke, as the kids would say. That's good. Um, yeah, I mean, he's just an easy human being. Yeah, you said very easygoing. Do you think you're easygoing? No. Okay. okay. Oh, my okay. God, no. So you're the one who's, like, the more hassle in the relationship. And yes. he's... Okay. I every day I'm like, are you still? Are you, <laughs> you going to leave me? Are you, is that too much? When we were when we were engaged, I was like, listen, um, we have to just agree that you will never murder me. Like that that like I, as crazy as I will make you, like just don't kill me because mm-hmm. everybody's husbands seem like they kill their wives. They do. I don't know what's up with that. <laughs> like right? It's like get married, die. Like, it's like it seems. I don't know. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So he was like, I can't promise you that. And I was like, okay. you can't promise that you won't kill me? Like, that's yeah. fucked. I don't know if we can do this then because I don't really want to be murdered. And uh, he was like, well, what if we're like 90 and you want me to euthanize you? And that's like how his brain works, okay. you know? So I was like, oh, that's a romantic, you know? All right, fine. Um, but like, I'm always like, we're not, we're not getting divorced. We're not, you can hate me, but like, I don't want to raise her by myself. I'm not, Mm -hmm. we're not, we're not going to do this. So this is permanent. Like we're going to work through whatever the fuck happens. And we have gone through some shit in the first, you know, in our relationship. Oh yeah, I guess because y'all just got married and then baby and brother. All the shit. And and it's, and I still really like him. I think that what's for me hard is, because I, I don't think I can make a relationship work either. I think either I give too much or I don't want to give anything or, you know, I just am picking the wrong people. I don't know. But the conflict resolution, if y'all can, like, have conflict and grief and all the shit that's uprooting your lives and, and like, do it in a manner that uh, healing and moving past and doing this that's stuff. That's not hateful. That's not hateful and that feels okay. There's a string underneath of like, yeah, maybe we fucking hate each other right now, but there's a That's there's right. a boat that we're both on and if either of us fuck with each other, we're going to sink it. Yeah. The, we talked last time about like the teamwork kind of component of it is like that it's not necessarily about like each other, but about there's a problem that you both have to tackle together mm-hmm. and the problem could be about the relationship or about something else, but it seems to me like it's so easy to villainize the person that you're with as the producer of all the evil in the relationship Mm -hmm. and that if you attack them then it's fine um I don't have a lot of experience with long-term relationships I've never really been in one that's like been I think over maybe a year Mm -hmm. um and in the ones that I was in a year at least I definitely felt the same way you did Stacey with where I wasn't sure I felt like I was giving too much or I felt like I wasn't giving enough or wasn't Mm -hmm. in a place to and that those things never seemed to overlap Um, But the people that I have had the most successful relationships with that I'm still friends with 
were generally mild-mannered people. It's true. Like, you can't very, meet a mild-mannered like, person. Are you, are you, uh, what's your, are you the mild or are you the crazy? Are you crazy? Or um, what are you? What is your type? I, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm kind of mild, um, but I'm also, um, I, I just, I, I feel like I haven't even been in relationships to like know like what to your really, role. Yeah. But I do feel like I'm maybe more mild. I'm more serious and other people, if other people fuck up, I'm very like, kind of, I tend to uh, react pretty low key. Like yeah, I don't yeah, yeah. really yell at people. I don't really get mm-hmm. super angry. Even if I'm like, somebody's offended me profoundly or treated me very poorly, I don't generally, I, I like never scream at people. I never yeah. cuss. I never. I think that is something actually that we don't, we don't yell at each other. Yeah. That, I think that, it, that helps. No, we don't. You do feel like a yeller. Not at, necessarily out of anger. You feel like a yeller <laughs> I when you're like. I talk loudly. Yeah. I talk loudly too, yeah. So I would think maybe like I can imagine you in the kitchen just like yelling about something and then like. I do. I do yell, but it's never like, it's never like directed. Like, at, like fuck y- you. Yeah. yeah, yeah like it's never like aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, I get very emotional, like, you know, and, and immediately like go to tears. Yeah. I'll go oh, to me tears. Too. Oh God. What is that? Before. Is it like we're women or something? Yeah. So our uterus rises up into our eyes and just starts produces out tears. Um, a long-term relationship yeah. is, is like, I mean, it really does like ebb and flow. It's like, there are some days where I fucking hate him. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just like, I can't relate to you today, mm-hmm. you know? And I know he would say the same thing. Yeah. He probably wouldn't because he's nicer than I am. Yeah. So he probably would never say that. Do y'all say that to each other? Like, uh, I need some time away or like... We just take it. You just take it. Yeah. So you're off in this room reading because you don't want to be around him and yep. he just knows. Yeah. And, and vice versa. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, this is the thing. Like you said, I think you just said like... If am I the problem in the relationship, or is or you want to peg it on somebody, or I'm bastardizing what you said? But um, Mike was like never the problem. I was never in the last like tumultuous time. I wasn't like he's the problem. Um, but he was so not the problem that after I kind of came up for air, I was like, oh shit, I have done nothing to nurture this relationship. Like, which is how you also hear that like relationships can fizzle because you're not connected at all. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like you're having conflict. You're not having conflict, but you're not, like, having sex, and, and you're not... Apathy. Yeah, like, you're totally apathetic. Mm-hmm. And I was very much, like, when I get depressed or whatever, I'm like, I don't want to be touched. I don't want to be talked to. I just want to, like, curl up and be by myself. And that doesn't work. Or when you have a kid, you have to touch the kid. You have to be, like, affectionate towards the kid. So everything I had kind of, like, went to her, and then there was just, like, nothing left, you know? And so after I kind of like came out of that cloud, I was like, oh, hey. <laughs> You're still here. Oh, my God. I'm so glad. <laughs> You're still here. That requires some, but like it requires for him to trust you. You know yeah, what I mean? and a lot of patience. To trust your shit. Because yeah. if I'm, so on my insecurity, I would see maybe, I could see like watching my wife play with our child, but not play with me or like, you know, Say these things to our child, but not to me. I'd be like, oh, yeah, I want to. She could do it with her, but I'm like, give me some. But you're saying it like I didn't have it left. Do y'all talk about that now? Yeah, we we actually um, renewed our wedding vows in the bathroom. Um, That's adorable. So cute. We did that. We did that. I just y'all two alone. Just us together. Oh my god. Yeah, we did it. We did it. (laughs) 
We did I it together. <laughs> I'm never going to find that. It was, um, yeah, you will, you will, you will. I mean, it was like such a, yeah, I feel like it was something that could have been on like a stupid movie or something, like yeah. a rom-com. Like, let's you should write it. Well, wedding dolls in the bathroom. But oh. we, had, we had just gotten so, when you have a kid, it, and this is also a cliche, like you do, you do disconnect because the kid, when they're little, takes so much of your attention and you're not sleeping and... Our kid is scared to sleep in her room now, so she's, like, in our bed every single night, like, against our will. Like, she's totally bogarted our bed, and we did not... We don't want to have a fucking family bed, mm -hmm. but now we, like, do, and... So it's just kind of hard, and, like, she literally sleeps in the middle of us, so it's sort of like a an image for how it is when you're... She's a condom. Are young. She's, no, she's not a condom. She's just a wall. She's a cock block. She's a, she's a wall. cock block. She's a fucking cock block. Yeah. And she's like, she said to, the other day, I want a brother or sister. I'm like, get out of my fucking bed. And we'll <laughs> think about it. And then I yeah. could give you one. Uh -huh. <laughs> but I'm not going to fuck that. him with you there. Mm -hmm. I'm not that disgusting. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, I don't know those words. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she does. She's okay. like, I understand she everything you've so said. Um, Jewish people really are smart. Yeah. She they really are. A cut above. <coughs> but yeah, I mean, and it was like, we kind of had to like stop and be like, okay, let's take stock. Um, what do you want this relationship to be like? We literally said this to each other. And that was like out of, I was like, dude, you're like checked out. Like some, you are, something is wrong. You are gone. There is something, something has left the building. And it was because he had like taken on so much of the burden mm -hmm. while I was checked out mm -hmm. that it like depleted him. Yeah. You know? And I was like, you need to go talk to somebody. You need to go, you know. And like just to kind of like look at him and be like, oh, this has affected you. All of this shit has affected you. And he would never say it, but like I saw that it had. And then we sort of like opened this dialogue of like, okay, what's wrong? How can we fix it? What do you need? What do you need? Okay, let's like renew this thing. How many, like, how many times a week do you want to have sex? How many times? What are you not getting? What are you not getting? Like, it was this very like, I never. If you would have told me like five years ago you're going to be having this conversation like with somebody you're married to, I'd be like, fuck you. There's no way because yeah. that's so. I didn't even know I had the tools to have that conversation. It's like intentional. That's and very. It's very yeah. grown. But again, together, like, but we have this child. Like I, I do. We do have to make it work in this way. Like we both want mm -hmm. our marriage to work because we want the marriage to work, but also like I want to have the family together. Yeah, like, and to be happy. To be happy. Fuck, if you're gonna do it, be happy doing it. That's right. You? Exactly. Do you think he's back? Like he's yes. checked back in. He's totally okay. checked back in. What a that's so great. And it takes a conversation and two people getting on the same fucking that want to have the conversation. That want to have the that conversation. So what yeah. you're saying about teammates, like the thing that I'm really struggling with and I have struggled with in the past in relationships is being teammates. Nobody winning. You only win when it's resolved together. If they win, you win. Like this whole thing is together. So finding a guy who doesn't want to compete against me but yet be on my team. Or finding somebody, yeah, that's just been my my struggle. So that's what sh we were talking about that last week. Yeah, I, I mean, but this is the thing. Like when until I found him, I was like, I can't be in a relationship. I'm too much work. I'm too hard. I'm too blah blah mm -hmm. blah. I'm too. That was like my. Me I was you were like, taking it in. Yeah, like, I was you were like taking I'm, up all the responsibility. I'm not doing any of this right, you know. Like, and then I met him, and I was like, oh, I just didn't meet the right person yeah. yet for this to gel. Yeah. Or for me to want to gel. Because at some point, like, it's like, ah, fuck this. I don't want to be, this, this isn't going to work. I'm yeah, if you don't feel like you want to, yeah, there's like a time where this person is worth it. And then right. a lot of other times you're like, nah, not worth it. And if we didn't have a kid at some point, maybe we would have 
gone our separate ways. Who knows? I, I don't think so. I mean, I hope not. I think... A, I don't think so either. That excuse will only go so far. Yeah. Right? So the you could divorce. Like, your child will be fine. Um, half of the our, our people's parents are divorced. My husband's parents are divorced um, because his dad is gay. <coughs> I love oh. that. Came out when he was thir- you, when he was thirteen. They waited for the last. No, I love that he came out. He did. Oh, he yeah, did. I never do. He, he had out. three boys. Uh-huh. Um, Mike is the youngest, and they waited for Mike to have his bar mitzvah, and then it was like fucking transparent. Yeah, it was like, it was the mom like, knew. They like waited and then sat him down, and it's the greatest story. He was watching Jenny Jones. Do you guys remember Jenny Jones? I wrote letters to her. Okay, okay. the best. Okay, and it was like he, he was. It was some episode about. Um, about a vampire, like a person who is a vampire. I think I'm a vampire. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm <laughs> sure they got is. a makeover. And um, they came and they told him, they were like, you need to turn off the TV. We have to talk about something serious. And he kind of sat up and they were like, blah, blah, blah. Dad's gay. And Mike took a second and was like, well, at least you're not a vampire. And then it was done. And then he was fine. Cool. And, and that was, like, was it. It was over. That was <laughs> it. Turned off Jenny Jones. Like, didn't, didn't ever bat an eye. At least you're not a vampire. And he's been that way about everything. Okay, uh-huh. your kid has a hearing problem. That's fine. Yeah. Okay, this is that's fine. Like he's a find somebody like that. I yeah. think that is a good person to get through life with. That's somebody that's just like, okay, I can deal with that. Because uh-huh. I don't uh-huh. feel like I can deal with anything. Like my innate response is like, oh my god, I this can't. is too much. It's too much. It's too hard. I'm gonna fall apart. Um, which isn't true, but I feel that way. Mm-hmm. I feel like things are hard. You know, I'm pretty. More, I'm more like your husband, where I'm like, cool, I can, I can handle that. That's fine. Like, yeah, this I can. So then, find someone who thinks they're gonna fall apart, and then you that, guys. Well, that's what I have, and <laughs> it's not really works. Stressful as fuck. Yeah. Well, I um, think well, the stress of it, it's again, it's that muscle of like having the fucking conversation and being like, yo, let's check what's going on with each other. Um, but some people don't ever do that. Maybe some people just stay quiet. And Stacy's making uh, sex faces at me right now. I'm not. I wasn't. Why you were you going, make them at me? Oh, you make them at I me? I was doing like. Mm-hmm. You what? Do you guys want to talk about sex? You haven't yeah, asked so me I about was sex. Gonna, so I, I'm I will. married and I'm boring. Yeah. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> I I do want to hear about married sex because I imagine it to be very boring. But. <laughs> I want to hear about the fucking before. Like, did you ever go on like a tear? Just like little bang tear. Stephanie Whittles getting out there and sucking every (laughs) dick she could find. Everyone. Really? Every single one. Like when I was single, single. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was, I was boy crazy. I I, I was, I, I, I guess I never went on a tear. I think maybe I'm sexually boring. Maybe. You think maybe you're classic. Instead of boring, let's call it class, sexually classic. Yeah. How old were you when you lost your virginity? I was young. I mean, I was 14. 14? Maybe 15. What the fuck were you doing? Who was that? Yeah. Whoever. I mean. No. Some dude. It was literally, I guess I was, da- I was, he was, I was dating him. <laughs> uh-huh. He was your boyfriend. He was my boyfriend. You sure. Know, you know his name, right? You I do know his name. Okay. Yes. His name was, I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell you. It's, you fine. were 14. I was 14. I'm, I'm trying to think if it's 14 or 15. One of them. But it was like, okay, this is this is some backstory. Okay. I did not give a fuck when I was a teenager. I uh-huh. was a terrible, I, I did I did all the drugs, I did all of the sex, I did all of the everything. I was a uh-huh. horrible human being. Wild child. Wild child. I also made like I was also like number fifteen in my class. So I was able to like manage Jesus. both poles. I'm sorry. Moses. <laughs> God, that's amazing. Thank you for that. I've always been that way. I can and Harris was that way too, until he wasn't. That's a bad example. 
No, I mean, it didn't really work out. But, but well, no, one, he was much older and he had a disease. Yeah, he did. But he, but he would like play hard and obviously work really hard. I feel like we were like something in our childhood was like, you must work hard. But then like, you know, also we were nuts. Um, like I remember I like disabled the alarm system. My parents had this alarm system on my window and I disabled <laughs> it for, him, for both of our rooms. And so Fuck, we would yeah. just sneak out and people would come in. And I mean, we were, we were crazy. Did you party together? Oh yeah. Okay. We would pick mushrooms and my dad had this like food dehydrator that he would make like beef jerky in and we would dehydrate mushrooms upstairs and uh, you thought they'd get you take high? them. They did. They did. just on the ground. No, like they would go. My, they would, we would go out to like the cow pastures, like, like after specifically when it to find. Like they come from somewhere. They were picking them. Yeah. Uh, we yeah we did it. We did all sorts of yeah, and we Funny, did it together. Fancy we did stuff. it together. Um, but the first time I had sex, it was like, oh, I think I have a condom in my drawer. There was no thought behind it. It wasn't mm-hmm. a big deal. I was just like, do you want to try this? Like. There was no... Did your mom talk to you about this? She was like, this no. is your flower. No nope. information whatsoever. Interesting. We did not. Where did you get all your info from? HBO. Probably. Yeah. I don't know. Precocious child. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I just had But no... was it good sex and in like, high school when you were no. also fucked up? No. God, it's bad. No. no. No, 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 no. it wasn't. It wasn't. And I don't think... I think maybe because I started young. This is... I've never, like, gone through this, what I'm about to say, but... <laughs> When you're a teenager, and I'm about to work it out, guys. Uh, When you're a teenage girl, you don't think it's about you when you're having sex. It's not... For me, when I was 14 or 15, I wasn't like, and now I need to be pleasured. It wasn't Mm -hmm. like... It was like, okay, I like this boy, and you know, this is what you're supposed to do. And I think a lot of girls go through that when they're young. I think we're still going through it. Right? 100%. And so, like, I didn't, like, ever, like, carve out kind of like my this is what I like and you know because I started so young and I almost wish like I would have started later when I was like emotionally ready nobody's ready at 14 or 15 to I I think that yeah I agree because I didn't start till 19 and I think that you um emotionally yeah it's a little bit better when you're older but there's a certain point this is something new it's a new activity so this is your first time it's always going to be fucked in the mind like your brain is always somewhat processing. Yeah, what yeah. Like just your done. body is way ahead of what your body. In bo- fact, what your brain when you hold processing. on to it that long, this like value of you as a virgin, and then when you give it away later, that there's like a whole other emotional um, shit storm that comes from giving up something that you've held on to for longer. So maybe if you're younger, you get uh, get it over with. What do you think is the best sex you've ever had? Like the best sex. Number one. Oh no. <laughs> I don't know. That is, it's, I have got There's not a time that evokes when you think of like that wild hotel in Dallas where you <laughs> fucked all night or, or the time that you met some guy after a football game and like got crazy. It could be any age, of I course. Do, but. I do remember, like, I don't know if it was the best sex, it was the best story. Uh-huh. Like, I um, was at this. And I, I don't have a ton of these stories. So maybe in my mind, this is why it's the best because it's like, you know, in my mind, it's like, oh, this was exciting. But I was, I was living in New York. I lived in New York for like seven years. Bragging. 
Did you guys know I lived in New York? I did. I lived in New York. I did. Okay. I was living in the West Village. And, um, I love the West Village. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Me too. Um, actually, fucking hate New York. So I was glad oh, really? to get out of there because I was like, I got to go. Uh-huh. And like, fun story about that. I like was dating a guy living with him. I was like, I'm going to go take a break. I'm going to move to Houston for like a month. I just need to like get some air Vacation and I never time. went back just <laughs> never went back and then he married my best friend whoa what? That is, yes that happened are you friends with them no 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 no, no, no. holy no. shit no. no anyway side note best sex um I was I was living in New York I was I guess I was in college maybe the end of my college career and um I was at the corner bistro which was in the West Village a very cheap beer and hamburgers great place for New York maybe it's still there we'll see um we won't see. I'm not going back. Uh, this is the worst story I've ever told. <laughs> Let's get to the sex, Steph. <laughs> so I was eating this hamburger, and it was so good. Uh, this guy walked in the door, and I was like, I want him. Like, he was the hottest, just like, in my mind, and over the years, it's been built up to, be like, this. Mm-hmm. The hottest man ever. Ever. He was. He was a he was, um, snowboarder. He was yeah. like a professional snowboarder. Shredding. Okay. Dude. Shredded that pussy. And he totally looked like a pussy shredder. Like, I was like, I'm going to run my pussy, whatever that means. And so, like, I kind of like, you know, I, I went over to him and we kind of, and like, we. <laughs> I see her wiping the, like, meat grease off. <laughs> it's like, it's burger out of my mouth. And, What's your name? And uh, we, we went, yeah, we went back to my place and just. All just all, all some P and B type the stuff. Whole, the whole the whole the whole Enchilada. Night, the whole thing. You do sound like a perv. I was you gross. Know? Yeah, she's just like uh. you selected a man. It's and also then it's also like to... no, but like I have only been having sex with the same person for five years now. Uh-huh. So you're asking me like, what's the hottest sex? Like, I don't know. I can't remember. What about with him? Do you have some like crazy ass or like something where you broke the bed or something when crazy? You're, like, I will say this about being, like, a lot, like, everyone's, like, married sex is so boring. Like, no, it's, he, he knows exactly oh, what good. it is. Like, he, I mean, like, it's very. It's, I love it. I feel like when you, when you first have sex with somebody, like, everyone's, like, that one night stand. Like, it, so I said, like, in my mind, that story of, like, me seeing this guy and being, like, let's fuck and then we did it was so hot. It's not like the sex was particularly good. Probably you don't, not. You don't know each other. Uh-huh. Like, and in my. I don't know. I, I love, I want to, I know you guys probably have hella one night stands. Um, no, not anymore. I mean, but it's I not, Give but me the are chance. They, are the, <laughs> is the sex like amazing in a one night stand? It's not like, in my experience, it, it wasn't. Probably not. There's a lot that goes into that. You could look, pay attention to the type of guy you're picking. Also, I can do a lot to make it good, but no. It's not. Yeah. I mean, because you don't, you, you're like, okay, you're a new body. I am a new body. Uh, there's all of that kind of like beginning kind of. Acclimation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, acclimation. And a lot of people that are just out for themselves. Like right. sex is about them. So I'm going to get my, especially so many men are like, I'm, I just come and then it's over, right? Yes. Well, that's kind of, yeah, the one night stand thing. It definitely feels like that, that everybody's Even in it for casual themselves. Even casual I've, I've had one night stands, maybe two night stands. I've, I've had, I, I'm sure I've had a one one night stand, but like maybe usually twice. You know, I fuck you once, I'll fuck you twice. Sure. Um, but it's, yeah, like the casual's like, it's not. It's not good. Not good. It's not I, great. I used to have casual sex with this guy and he'd be like. Um, something about coming and finally one time I texted him back and I was like never have I ever with you like I have sp- I have fucked you so many times and you've never made me come like how do you not know this you think I've come you dummy and you kept but you kept you kept on yeah but the sex was good sure 
but it's no. still fun. It's yeah. still fun. Yeah, it can be fun. Um, but like my husband knows how to finish the job. I mean, yeah, like it's like good. every time it's done. Like yeah. it's done. It's easy. It doesn't take long. It's like and the it's best like, sex oh ever. You know. Now I, I guess the variables are what. Or if you're saying that the hottest sex you've ever, or that that's the story that you think of, maybe you have to go be at a coffee shop. You got to go to Brazil. <laughs> you got to make Mike dress up as a snowboarder, and he's got like a snowboard on the side of his. And then oh, he walks yeah, in. Role play. You say you hit on him you know what i mean like hey, new pussy style sure. you call him pussy shredder and right. then y'all go back to an apartment and bang it out okay you know? that's a good idea it's like a snowboarder plus he already knows how to do everything sure. do you ever role play you're like hi um i need my toilet fixed no we never we never <laughs> you no. should try it we i never wonder. do that but i'm sure like listen 10 years from now five years from now like uh, you know we'll... do you ever say horny ass shit to him um he's not a talker no, so okay. it's so our what if you text him right now, like get your dick ready because tonight I'm gonna pounce <laughs> on it. Like I'm gonna bounce on it. Say like, bounce. This is funny. Actually, last night I did. Uh, last night I came home and I had been in a friend's house and I was like a little fucked up and I came home and he was like and I was like ready. I was like, all right, it's gonna happen. We're gonna do this. And I got upstairs and he's like so dead asleep. This is marriage. And I was like hitting him, I'm like wake up, let's <laughs> wake fuck. up, let's wake fuck. up, wake up. He was out, totally out. Did, he didn't wake up for it. He, I was like, man, and he was, just, and I was like, listen, he's tired, and yeah. I respected that because we have a kid who's very selfish, mm-hmm. and so I was like, it's fine. No. I understand. There's always you. tomorrow. Yeah. There's Maybe also. Tonight you can do it. Yeah. There's also all those times where you didn't want to be touched, and now yeah. Mike is being yeah. sensitive <laughs> about it. And there are times in marriage where, like, we'll go through, like, you know, okay, let's have sex like three times today or something. Wow. And then, and then, like, you won't for like, you know, a month. Or, you know, I mean, yeah. it, it's kind of, it ebbs and flows in that way. I've never had sex three times in one day. Twice, mm-hmm. but not three times in one day. Yeah. Uh, it's a like, club. It's just a new thing you'll have to join us in. So My legs would like shake like no. that. I'd be like. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm very, I'm like a real good sexer, guys. Yeah, so. you're pretty good at sex. <laughs> I think that's important. Number one. You know what I want to know about married life? Do you guys still do oral? Um... No, um, he, I don't do it as much. But on, he goes down on you. He has to um, all the time. That's how we come. Yeah, like I and he. Like, I think he likes it. Ugh, that's what you got to find. Yeah, you got to find a, a mild mannered guy who likes, likes to eat. Yeah, pussy. that's right. That's all you need. That's then, really all you uh, need in life. And is a good dad. Sure. And yeah, then you're both like, birds, so me. you can build a nest and live in the same. If that's you're right. a bird, yeah. yeah just if you're Jewish, bird. only marry Jewish people. Yeah, is I think the going. lesson. Or yeah, if you're not keep that race Jewish, going. Like grandmothers would yeah. want you to marry keep Jew. the Jewish your race baba? pure. Wait, what do you call grandmothers? Bubby. Bubbies. Yeah. One time, one of my clients was like, "You're like a bubby. You like to gossip so much." I was like, "I know." Um, what do you guys think? Like, do you think? What do you think? I needed? Do you think I'm boring? It's no, my sex life. I, hey, I don't think you're boring. I think that maybe you think um, I have a problem. No, not a problem. Mm-mm. I think I think you should teach me some things. I think you could be looking for a problem. You know? <laughs> okay, okay. For some trouble. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, I don't know. I think that it would be fun. I think it's fun to say horny things, like text horny things. Um, if like, anything, what, like what do you, tell me, give any like examples. Send a voice message uh-huh. of something mm-hmm. like that. Like, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to slob your knob so yeah. hard later. I'm going to. It's going to fall off. I'm gonna, but that, but but that's you. that's funny though, right? Yeah, I think I that's hope funny. that they would laugh. And it's a voice message, and they play it out loud. They're like, "What the fuck?" 
Um, but that's not sexy. No, but it no, can be. It can I don't like. Think, I don't. Well, I don't know how to do yeah, that. Sure. Okay. I, I gotcha. say don't try to be really sexy. Don't try to actually be like. I want you to fuck me so hard tonight. Yeah, you can't do that. It's too, I especially if I you've don't. never done it before. No, that's not really my. That's my. That's not my love language. I, say, yeah. I would say like I want you to fuck me as hard as like my pre-cal AP yeah. exam was. Like, yeah, it was really difficult, and I didn't pass. Oh, um, like. And now I'm a schoolgirl. Yeah. Sure. That's yeah. Like he's your teacher. We're doing Maybe your substitute. I, I was. An, I am an acting teacher though, and, and I'm, oh, that's yeah, not really. That's and I really want to. You got to find what. So not role playing. What not really. You got to find what clicks. There's. Ooh, what about like a cop? He's like a. Oh, what if you're the cop? I don't you know? think. I don't think dress Cops is gonna work for. Are you? You, you right do now. a lot of role playing. No, this is like. Uh, what, is this I'm like joking. what you? Okay. I would joke with them. I would like you know say like. You've been naughty, mister, and I'm going to take you to pussy jail. But that's fun. That's comedy. I would only be funny. It's but that's not, not, that's not sexy. I'm really trying to like jail. understand. Okay, so look. Because if I said that to Mike, we, we would laugh. It wouldn't be so. funny. Okay, it wouldn't be sexy. In the moment. I wouldn't say that in the moment. In the moment, I would say in the moment, Do you say like, things while hey, you're having sex? do you want to be a cop? Wait, wait, no, wait, no, what, no, no. Don't really. No. Don't do that. Do you that's bad advice. take me to jail for my pussy? Do you take me to pussy jail? Also, pussy, I can't say that word. I can't, I can't say pussy. Do you talk during sex? Um, I make I make noises. Okay. okay. I like, don't really uh, use words. I think maybe the introduction of some dirty talk. Hey, some talking. Like, while it's happening. Like, it's super hot. Like, so, mm, what fuck. Like, your dick feels so good. Your dick feels so good. Like, yeah. <laughs> you like, feel so oh good God, inside of me. Your dick feels so oh, my God. Good. I love it. Yeah, like, your dick feels so good, like, um, showing him how wet you are. Uh huh. Uh -huh. Like, um, See, this shit, like, this is, I, this makes me, I feel, it makes me laugh. I don't do think I could think? be serious yeah. doing it. When do you like, do it? Do you I, do that I, stuff? Yeah, I get serious. You get serious. I didn't know when that I could, fucked, but I did. Like, really good, right? Uh -huh. In, like, the painful best way. Like, sure. Do you not, like, you're just like, fuck, this is hot. Like, yeah, I mean, I'll be like, oh, <laughs> fuck, oh, my God, uh, all that stuff, sure. But, like, that, I mean, it's not. Just next time be like, oh, fuck, your dick feels good. Okay, like, so I'm going to have that just, line in my head. one line. Yeah. One line. My yeah. line is, oh, my God, your dick feels so good. And I bet he'll be like, <laughs> and splooge right there and be like, I can't believe you just dirty talk, you little whore. I love it. You think he'll call me a little whore? No, no, he yet, won't. Maybe he'll so. work up to he'll it. He'll probably yeah. say, oh, the mother of my child, I think the my bearer <laughs> of my you seed. you say, like, fuck me? Sure. Yeah. yeah okay, sure. Okay. Yeah. 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 So but I. But but maybe my goal needs to be to get him talking. Yeah. Well, it's harder for a guy. I think it's harder for a guy. Um, they got a lot of thinking to do there. Yeah. They got a lot going on. They gotta. They gotta focus on not coming there for a bit. Yeah. And like. Right. All of that. Mm -hmm. That's the other it. thing. Like when with uh, you know like we'll go a couple weeks. You know uh -huh. depending on what's going on. And then he. It's he's he wants really to, he's focused like on like trying to not not, you know? not jerk off every day. Um, I think maybe, I think maybe maybe not every day, but yeah, regularly I guess every other Do day. Do you masturbate not the same. outside of sex? Um, yeah. Okay, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're not too busy for that. It's like I'll forget. That's you know? a part of self care. Though. I'll forget. It's, it's it still being be, alone. You know, and then I'll be like, I haven't oh. done it all this year, at all. Wow, I've been very depressed because my breakup. Um, yeah. Gotcha. See, that's the, that's what I was saying though. Like, I didn't want to have sex for like oh, yeah. a while. Yeah. I mean, I'm finally like getting it back. And then I was medicated, yeah. and I really didn't want to be having any sex. And now, like that, I'm sort of like coming out of the clouds, and you know, now I'm like, okay, I remember. What? I remember that good feeling. Like that being, I say like 
next time you're getting fucked like doggy style, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we don't. I don't really do. We don't really do doggy style. Try it. It's amazing. Is it because it's like my, my issue? I don't feel like I'm. I have some specific positions that work for me uh-huh. that I know work, and that is not one of them. Really, not one of them. Doggy style doesn't really do. It that doesn't much hit for me the. Either. It doesn't hit the hardware. Doesn't like. Well, I feel like the balls usually can hit your clit. No. No. I like the the. And I just love the sound of the slapping, like the. You like the slap. You're like your whole face. Okay. Your whole body is like hitting. Okay, that's nice. It makes the scene good. This is what I mean. Yes. It makes the scene good. And they like to see you. So maybe you could like get fucked from by just for a little bit, like, and then you turn around and be like, you like that or something? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then Do you like, like that? That's do you good, like that? That is a good gateway. Do you like that? Just do you like you're that? Just because you like, I know what you're looking at. You're looking at all of me right now. You're watching your dick pound into my ass. Like, Can I say all of that? <laughs> no, no, no. You, you know this. I Can I say all of that? I know, I know what you're looking at. You're looking <laughs> at my, your dick pounding into my ass. You know what? That actually is not bad. You're, okay. Now that you've said it, I don't think it's Do you bad, hear how it sounds when it's coming out of my mouth, though? Look, it sounds you, like it doesn't belong sound clinical. there. <laughs> it sounds like a, maybe a little clinical. It sounds like I have a growth that it's not. <laughs> I, I just think that there's work to be done. Say I mean, I sound really hot, right, say, Alex? Yeah. Right? Just say yeah. this right now. Say, um, oh, your dick feels good. <laughs> Alex just was like, <laughs> just Alex is like, little, yeah, my dick, <laughs> my dick feels okay. Uh, <laughs> say it again. We have an effect. Right? And oh, about he's to tra- happen. Um, Hold on, listen to it. Your so so dick feels so good. Your dick feels so good. Your dick so good. In my ass. Yeah, watch that dick. Does that feel good? In my ass. No, you don't have to say that. Say, does that feel good? Does that feel good? Yeah, but you say it with authority. Be like, does that feel good? Does that feel good, motherfucker? Yeah. Step on your dick. Do you like that? I think it's great. Next time I'm getting fucked, I'm just going to call you guys. Put you on speakerphone. And I'll be like, does that feel good? Does your dick feel good? Or like I'll do one of those like Bluetooth things where you like feed me Yeah. Oh, that's good. You could also be like, since you're considering pregnancy, you should be like, Oh, you're gonna come in me, and a Put little a boy's gonna come out, and his name's gonna be Michael Junior. Right, and then he's and never he's gonna fucking sleep, and then he's gonna ruin your sex life for another year. Yeah, and he's gonna fucking gnaw <laughs> my titties for a year. Yeah. Like that's gonna be Do so hot. Fuck you, while you can. And then he'll take his dick and move it out of the vicinity <laughs> of my vagina and never put it back. Yeah, move, move away. Move that's New York the where least he knows sexy never thing oh ever. Hey, I think you should try those two things. Does that feel good? Does that feel good? And your dick feels. Good. Like, oh, your dick feels so good. Okay. I like the, I also like the, do you like that? Do you, oh, wait, did I say that? Does that, do you like that? Do Not you that like good. that? Do you like that? Mm-hmm. And your dick feels so good. Is there some sort of like, um, like, cause we, you know, we kind of like have our positions that we do. We're mm-hmm. very, it's, it's, I mean, I hate to say that it gets routinized, but you need but to it change does. it. Up. You, know, you should change it up for yourself too. Excite yourself. I mean, what's, what's the longest relationship that, that you gals have been Three in? Three years. Three years. One year. So what yeah. what did the sex do after three years and one year for I you? I mean, it was over. So at the end, we didn't even want to fuck. With each one other. year, we were still going strong, except that we did not like each other that much sure. at the end. Actually, I was obsessed and in love, and they were not that into <laughs> me anymore. That my relationship, good. yeah, it was fun. <laughs> Great time. Do you like that? Does that feel good? Yeah. <laughs> Do you like that? Does that feel good? <laughs> good. Like, I love you. <laughs> no, I don't actually. <laughs> um, my relationship now, like I don't know if it's on or off or whatever, but it's it's at ten months. The sex is still good. Um, I feel like I'm good at sex. I can do, I can like whip out some tricks, but I do it to keep myself entertained. Sure. Because 
yeah, I don't want I don't want like necessarily the same position. So maybe sometimes we don't do doggy style at all, but maybe sometimes we do. Mm-hmm. You know, I think but, it becomes yeah, it becomes the kind of thing where it's like you know what works, and then you just like keep doing it that way. You know, like it's like if it ain't broke, you know, it's like that kind of a, but, 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 but I mean, I feel like you guys are like encouraging me to be a little spicier. Yeah. I think 10 years from now it could feel broke. Sure. Because you're just like, ah, we do step one, step two, step three, then it's over. Like, then is it even worth it? Like, what if you add, like, instead, why don't you just turn your body around? Like, maybe let me put it in your vagina oh you know what you should consider that in his man vagina you should you should really stick something in his ass i would try that so fast especially married i'd be like please uh what would you like me to try what you want me to take a like a buy like an appropriate thing buy it oh oh can i ask you a question as women who seem very sexually um Uh evolved what is a good like sex toy? Do you guys use like items? You know that's a great idea. That's another good because we don't there. we don't we don't do we don't do those. So I don't totally like a vibrator is the most I've used. Yeah, I mean that's that's it. Like right. if he was banging you, and then you also had a vibrator or like one of those Hitachi ones yeah. as he's banging you, that feels amazing. Uh-huh. I think um, uh, like tie ups or something that could be. Yesterday, a girl used handcuffs in the show. And she said, I said, have you ever used this for sex? She was like, I've only used them for sex. This is the first time I'm not. I'm so afraid of that, though, because I've just I have watched so many law and orders where, oh, yeah, where, where you get murdered yeah. after but, you get tied up. But and I'm he's just not promised interested not in that. to murder you. He did you're promise old. that. He did. He did. He yeah. did. It's true. So maybe it would be. But safe. what about tying him up or even being like, <laughs> you can't like touch so him. It's so funny. To Look at her. <laughs> <laughs> It would just be. We, this is the problem. We, we, we. One of the things I think is like successful about the marriage is we've, we we laugh. We laugh. Yeah, we've, that's It's good. all funny, 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 funny. So like, it's hard to be like serious. I think mm-hmm. the sex is hard to be like. Now we're gonna be very serious. Yeah, I guess. So I feel like tying him up, it would be like. I think it can go back and forth. Well, why don't you laugh then? Do something that's funny. Um, only. Yeah, like, why don't you tie him up and tickle him or something, like, lightly. But, like, fuck him, uh-huh. and he can't touch you. That'll drive him crazy. Oh, my gosh. Like, just put your tits kind of in his face, but he can't touch him. He can't sure. touch him. His hands are, like, behind his back. He's like, ah. I think if you push through the laughter, uh-huh. I think if you laugh and you still know you're going to fuck, you have to get serious eventually. And but, then you'll switch back uh-huh, and forth. Uh-huh. And then it'll be great. And but it'll be great. Do you guys yeah. do this tying up thing? I've never done it, but I would. I'm surprised to hear you have not. I have not done it. I well you seem like you seem like it would be like in your bag. Maybe I just I mean You I've should try it. Fuck some I will. Why don't we all Tonight. try it? Okay. Yeah. And then and we'll I come want you, back. This is your homework. I want to hear you say <laughs> your dick feels good and do you like Can that? Can you text these things to yeah, me? Yeah, I will. Okay, yeah. cuz I will forget. Yeah, I will. Um, but I think that I, I want to have a little conversation. I want to have a regroup. Yeah, you'll come back. Yeah. And I want to know, like, okay. how it's gone for you. Yep. And then I'll let you guys know how I'll evolved. I'll do it very soon. I promise. Okay. Yeah. Do a little time. It feel, I've done the thing where I'm like, don't touch me. And uh-huh. I can only touch you. And, like, they'll try. And I'm like, no. And But I've never, like, actually tied up. So that's good. All right. Okay. It's we'll fucking see. hot as hell. There we go, we guys. So much homework. Um, okay, Stephanie, thank you so much for coming. We already loved you. Aww. Obsessed. And now I more. Love, I love you guys, Everybody, too. please go to Rec Room. It, they have tons of shows. Recroom.com? 
Rec Room HTX. HTX. It has HTX. That's sure a does. very cool thing to start doing. It's very HTX. popular. Very popular. Um, so they're putting on tons of shows. They have stuff coming up. Like them on Facebook, and you can get invited to stuff like that. Um, we have a show win. February. It is February 17th. February 17th at Rec Room. Shit show if you guys want to come to that. Uh, podcast on iTunes, Hands Off Parents. That's it. Uh, you and your friend Abby. Yes. Uh, y'all talk about kids. And the kids are there, and it's kind of fun, and it's quirky and it's cute. It's about being like a shitty parent. But, you know, I'm not a parent, and I still have listened to it. It's very fun. Y'all well, are relatable. just women it's... shitty talking, yeah. <laughs> and it's really fun. Um, Usually drunk while we do it. Yeah. And then whenever yeah. your book comes out, Read it and cry. People will read it and cry. <laughs> Weeping. Yeah. Fucking sad. Um, listen, you guys are great. Thank you so thank much you. for having me on. No, I, you're great. I hope all my students listen to this. I hope so, be too. Great. It's gonna I'm be actually really going to put it on the, sh- the school's yeah. uh, Facebook group. We'll give out little uh, USB drives yep. with your After face school. on it. I did sidebar. I do do anime voiceover work. And like the sex scenes I used to do, the kids would always come and be like, hey, yeah. saw your movie. <laughs> hey. Get out of town. So gross. gross. Um, As for us, please like us on Facebook. Rate and review us on iTunes because I just feel like you guys have promised to do that, but you haven't. So Mm -hmm. please do it. Um, I'll hit people up individually now. Just please do that Mm -hmm. for us. Um, We love you so much. Uh, Thank you for listening. And we'll see you later. Thank you, Alex. Bye. Bye. Relationships. Relationships. Mocking Bird Network.